Hello and welcome to the Comedian's Paradise. This is where we speak to an amazing buffet of fantastic and intriguing people. Some people have personalities like fish and chips, some like a shepherd's pie, some like a Big Mac. We've got a array of intriguing people, dynamic stories, amazing personalities and people that all that are swashbuckling that will inspire us to get out of our chairs and chase performing and our passions on our own terms like superheroes in a superhero film like superman flying for our dreams <laughs> now wow. today's guest is all the way from poland he is a name that many people in england we just had a chat get it wrong but his name is Piotr, not Piotr, not Piotr, it's Piotr. Yeah, yeah, he's my name. He's actually, it's Piotr, but it's impossible for Piotr. you to say. It's for, for English people, it's just impossible to say. So I'm, I'm totally, you're, you're very close. It's like 95% of being accurate. Please welcome Piotr. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey> guys. Almost. <laughs> Please welcome Piotr. Yes, that's uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, um, yes, yes, that's me, that's me. <laughs> that's a good intro. Well, thank you for coming on, Piotr. And like, um, apart from saying your name, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, what is? Tell us a bit about yourself. Like, I know that you're you're a man that does many different things. That like you're an improviser and clown. And you also took part in the illustrious movement school in Italy. Like, what yes. was the story behind you becoming an improviser, a clown, and traveling to Italy to learn how to move, and then traveling to France to learn how to be a clown? What what happened? What happened? It's a good question. Uh, I always an accident. It's like I, I never planned to... I, when I was young, I, I dreamed to be an actor, but then I just took the totally wrong path and I become a lawyer and then I was uh, my studying law and I was very unhappy but very depressed so I discovered improv and this was like a thing that was giving me some joy and uh, and uh, kicking me out from being depressed so that's how it started and on the way like plenty of accidents happened and I thought I would be improviser but then I discovered a clown then it messed up with me so i went to i was seeking for clown and accidentally i ended up ended up in mask school uh, because i didn't know this universe at all and i was just curious so accidents and curiosity led me through all those weird places uh, wow. to, to to yeah to seek for comedy I, I i call myself really comedian because you know like for for people who are in inside of it it's of course it's cool to give some background but I feel like for for people who are coming to see shows to say comedian, I think it's it's enough. Hmm. It's it's yeah, it's you just enjoy the pleasure of performing. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's uh, that's what's uh, what gives me what gives me. Yeah, motivation to do it, you know, to to discover things and to share them with, with people uh, on shows. That's the biggest pleasure. Okay, so if they if you were in a if you were a terrorist, you'd be the wrong person. You would just tell everyone there's a bomb. 
Sorry? If you were a terrorist, you'd be the worst terrorist. Uh, terrorist? <laughs> yes. Probably, yes. I would be the guy who is getting lost or, you know, when they, everything is planned and I forgot to to come on a meeting point or, you know, th yeah, that's um, part of clown is uh, embracing who you are and definitely I have a lot of things of, um, of um, yeah, <laughs> not doing things as, as they're supposed to be. But paradoxically, clown gave me freedom and I accepted who I am through doing clown. That, yeah, it was a pl bloody incredible with some of the stuff. Like you, you bloody like you, for most of it. Like each exercise, you see, apart from one, you seem to smash it. And like I remember you doing the one with the what's it called, the the phone one, and you called Mama or something. And I, 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 like I don't know how you like. Did did improv help you when you were clowning? Because you know you're sort of stuck in a moment, and like you had sort of a little bit of a framework. And then you go off in different directions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I I just know that I'm good when I don't know. So I, I'm putting myself into the state. And then I'm just hoping that I will figure it out uh, on the run. So because when, when, when I know things, uh, yeah, I'm very not funny. I'm, I, 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 so I, what I know when I'm on stage improvising is to to push myself a little bit to to this place I I don't know uh, and yeah sometimes it works sometimes no sometimes I'm I'm terrible <laughs> sometimes I'm good and uh, yeah I don't know my brain is working like this that that uh, it really helps me when when I'm like with scripted things, I'm not not very good to be honest. Like I, because I know and it it becomes dead. Uh, and when I improvise, I'm I'm in this state that I'm I'm more like creating, uh, just hoping that I will get somewhere, and that keeps me alive. So, uh, yeah. So I I really struggle with scripted things to be honest. And I'm on a, my biggest journey is opposite. Like some people they they uh, they are very good at when they know to do things and my, my way is opposite to yeah I'm, I'm working a lot to to recreate things i know and last year's last couple of years was mostly i was devoted to to write written shows and uh, i feel like i'm slowly getting there but it's still a big struggle for me to to know what i have to do yeah how would think I spoke to someone that like um, worked in Second City and he said when they're doing a lot of the improv, once it gets to a certain point and they start touring it, it becomes more of a sketch show rather than an improv mm. show. Is that the case with you when you're doing a lot of your bits like, and it becomes more of a sketch show rather than an improv show? Yeah, that's a good observation and I think that's why I'm... Uh... I'm a fallen improviser. <laughs> like I, I, like since many years, I feel I, I, I love improv and I have so much gratitude to this art form. Like I would, it's always like backbone of everything what I do. But with time, I realized that the more I know it, the less improv it, uh, it is. And that's why I found so much joy in clown. That clown is constantly being in this point when you don't know, and especially in clown, is very visible. That when you know, your clown disappears very often. So, yeah, that's why I would say that now I develop more myself in clown and I do improv because I know it and it gives me pleasure to do it. But uh, 
but yeah, that's the trouble of improv that when you do it too much, it's uh, it's very hard to do it to keep the freshness. So you so you went to the so you went to the Edinburgh Fringe this year, didn't you? And like you you did a clown was it sort of a clown based show or was it sort of an improv show or both? In Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh. Yeah, that's how you say it. Uh, it was a clown show. It was fully scripted clown show, and the one I, uh, Matteo Destro was my is my still is he's still my director. So it was directed by him and written by him, and it was like yeah, it, it's this show is uh, is the show that I'm learning a lot how to perform scripted things because like and even in clown very often a lot of people are improvising, and this show is like super scripted that every movement is. Uh, scripted that I know where to pick up an object, what to do with the object, and through doing this show, I learned the most about scripted material because it's it's very detailed in the in the way it's, it's written. Okay, so it's a bit like okay, and when you went to Edinburgh, I mean, you watched a lot of shows, you performed a lot, but you obviously watched a lot of clowns, right? Like you watched yes. Uber and like Vigo and. How did they manage to like clown around when clowns based on play? But how, when you built the skeleton and you know the structure of it, how did you keep that play going on? How did how did they do it? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a this is a good question to ask everyone because I feel like there is no one one answer, and I feel like but I feel like the universal thing is that everyone is struggling a bit with it, especially with clown because clown is such a such a art form that it's very in the moment. So when you know it makes things totally opposite. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for it, you know. And then same, like I, I feel like some shows I was, I was playing well and some shows I was playing bad because I was too comfortable. That I knew what I had to do. I knew what I'm doing. And then I was losing, uh, I was losing... You know, this spontaneous, being spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then I went, was going into crises that I was like, oh, I, I feel that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm missing something. And yeah, actually, this is like endless, you know, those crises are making you better because then you stay humble and then you, then you, it's, I, I feel like it's about finding the sensitivity in playing the material. So, to not just to do a thing that you know you have a funny gag it isn't about the gag it's about how you feel when you do the gag so it's it's about keeping this this innocence and this uh, pleasure of of how people react to do the gag because with the same action you can succeed or flop like same like in the uh, clown class when we were mostly improvising but here you flop through the scripted material so those flops are all also can lead you to a discovery and you can even the show is scripted you can you can just play it a little bit different every time i noticed like you were like you did i remember do you remember when we were in that little park and we're doing, <laughs> we were perfecting our bloody um what's it called our like end auto call for carlo in golia so for anyone that doesn't know, we're, we're perfecting some end of year um, of the Golier course, um, Philip Golier uh, auto call clown thing. And we all went to a park and we watched each other's perform, as it were. And yeah. like 
you were very you and sam were very scripted but then i noticed that you when you guys went up and performed you changed it slightly it felt like it was slightly different yeah that was our problem which is common in clown all the time that you know like we we knew what to do and it was just not funny and then when we risked uh, it was more funny because we actually the thing we presented in the end of the class we had just the uh, image and then we hoped that we will get somewhere with it so and luckily we we did uh, well but uh yeah but before when we were we were working we we had this idea that we will like un undress ourselves in front of the audience but it was just you know it was funny the first time when we did it but then we knew that it's funny and we were like ah it's very funny and it was just not funny <laughs> Uh, because we were too secure about it, you know, and yeah, it's it's like a torture, it's like endless torture that whenever you know, you, you're just losing it. So you constantly need to push yourself to the state when you don't know. So it's scary, it's torture, but also it's like very reward, rewarding because it's, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a active meditation with your emotions. So you need to be very, very present to make it happen. And also be ready that you will fail and flop. So, what did you feel that? Because there's so many different people within like the school, so many people from different backgrounds. You got actors, you got comedians, you got theatre people, and like one of the great things about the school itself is you get to learn a lot from different kinds of performers. And what did you feel like every day you'd watch a different performer? Would you say that you gain different things from each one? Like you'd be, oh, they'll try this or they'll. Oh, of course, of course. That was uh, that was a really amazing thing to. Yeah, this is one of my favorite parts about the training that they get to know people from plenty of backgrounds with plenty different approach to do things. And yeah, it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. Like I don't know, I I, I never take notes, so I don't know what I learned. But it's more about just a presence of of people that you are like just taking a lot from looking at them. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's more in, in it's it's very intu intuitional, more like energetic exchange that you do with people when you when you are, are them. So I cannot tell what exactly I I uh, I took, but I felt it was like very making me rich performer, and also that the classes were very very difficult, and you know it 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 was very beautiful to see all people who are like in the same difficult situation to just to survive. Mm. It, it's very intense yeah it, i don't know oh, it's so uncomfortable being just like shoved in all the time really close to each other and really and it's so early in the morning and like it's such a small city and you you don't know it it's it's yeah it's like you're going to a buddhist retreat and you have to put up with on each other i mean it's lucky there wasn't any drama imagine if there was like people were getting the fist fights all the time and then they'll have to see <laughs> each other the next day oh it's you again <laughs> oh, you, you did this watch. <laughs> yeah, th this is experience that you can tell more for sure because you know I did three weeks and then I did one week uh, when you had actually a break. So I feel like I, uh, I, I this this part I I didn't pick up so much during the training. I, yeah, and that, that was I feel like keeping. I was lucky because you know I felt like in the end of the year all people were very tired and they knew each other. And so it was a little bit easier for me that I came with fresh energy to the class. So it also was very helpful to, to, uh, I mean, not helpful, but like 
just creating a, a different energy for me to be there. Yeah, I also, I mean, I have felt that as well because I came in in the sort of the beginning of the third term. Like everyone was all in their big little groups. But yeah, I think one of the big regrets that I... No, not... We were talking before, like you just got to get on with it. But one thing that I that I would do differently if I'm in a situation like that again, definitely don't spend so much time with the same people again and again. Like you need to really spend a lot, lot of time like traveling to Paris or like doing other things. And then come back with a fresher energy. I think that I I spent too much time with the same people again and again, and not like one of the guests on the podcast says with comedy, treat it like your long term partner in terms that you got to keep things fresh and interesting, try different things so that you go in with different energy. If like in comedy, one of the big things is people keep on saying the same jokes and again and again, and they don't change it, and it gets boring, <laughs> boring. And that's what I feel I could have done in my experience in Golio, in terms of I could have made it more interesting by going out more into Paris and meeting a lot more people. And then when you go with the people there, you come in a fresher energy, maybe warm better. And I feel from my side, that's something I would have done differently. Mm. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I don't know, Marvin, what to what to tell you because I feel like the, the, it, being in Edinburgh, for example, showed me that you know, like looking back, I I can see how many how thousands of things I can do better, could have done better. But the truth is, like I was so tired that I was just trying to survive. <laughs> that's how I feel like with same like in Goliath training when I was looking at how people are tired. In those states where you are like so so exhausted with this, what you do, yeah, it's it's really hard to navigate uh, your choices, you know, because because exhaustion is uh, is not giving you the freshness of this what what you think you can do. Like that was my Edinburgh experience. Like I really was very decided to be loving for myself because you know I could do eight thousand million things better. But in the end, I was just literally so tired that sometimes I was going to bed and hiding under the blanket and watching Netflix. Even though I could see the best shows in the world, I was like, I want to watch Netflix and I watch stupid show about how to, uh, about secret life of cats. That was actually the series I was watching. Oh. Yeah. And I was not, I, w I was just, okay, this is maximum of this is what I can do at this day. So, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, when you went into Edinburgh, like, what, what was your, was it everything you expected and more or was it, I mean, it, it is a, I was there a couple of years ago for, I went for a couple of weeks, I didn't do the full thing. And a lot of comics, some of them say that it's better to go in just for a couple of weeks and like maybe do it in the middle of the, of the fringe rather than at the start. Um, yeah, that's what some people say. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's quite manic. Like you see so many people you know, but I mean, in some ways, for me, because I do comedy as well, I'll probably saw everyone I know. And like when I do go up there again, I'll probably see a lot of people from Goalie and comedians. So it'll be you get that everywhere you go. You could be in a bar chatting to a woman or something, and then all of a sudden you're like you're seeing ten or people around you that you know already. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to take care of myself and to take it easy, you know. It's super easy to get overwhelmed over there. And even though I had a very 
relaxed attitude with my goals and like I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself on me and it still was super overwhelming so it's an overwhelming experience for sure uh, but the, yeah, then you know your body is giving you an, all answers you need. If, if you're just tired, then you should rest. That's that's what I. That's what I was trying to apply to my life there. Did, did you? Um, so I mean, were you out in the centre of Edinburgh, or were you on like the outskirts? No, I was on the outskirts. So that yeah, that was that was nice that uh, I could have some distance from from the festival and to. You know, traveling was a little bit uh, tiring, but at uh, the same time, I was happy to, to have a little bit of space between between the show, between the festival. Yeah, it's, it's a very intense experience. I, I loved it. It was very intense. You're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Like the, Especially in clown, because I feel, when I used to do improv, it was easier for me to do it, because like the, in Warsaw, there is more improv. The, so I had more opportunities to to just go and, and try my material with clown. It's more difficult for me. We'll see how it will be in London, but I, I assume it probably also will be not so easy. And Edinburgh is a really, really great opportunity. It's like a training field that you can go there and you can, you can, you know, you can, of course, you can perform and you can present your material. In, in There's a lot of motivations, but... I, as I see it right now, it's like a huge, huge opportunity for, for great training, you could, like extension of this, what you did at school. So definitely I will do it again. What, 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 what brings you to London? What is it about, like, is it the food in London? What is it that, that intrigues you to make, like, right, I'm going to, like, but Sayonara, Poland. I'm coming to London and listen here, London, I'm going to take over you and you're going to be my bitch. What makes you <laughs> coming to London? Yes, man. It's for food, for food and to conquering the London. There are two, two, two main motivations, you know. <laughs> why I'm going to London? Um, just to try, to be honest, because I feel like I, I always... I always... I love to travel and training was really cool that you know to study clown you need to move around to go to many different places to find good teachers because it's not the art form that you can find in in Poland there's like not there's no clown schools or clown teachers maybe like people who are working in hospitals the red nose doctors this is the only form of clowning and I love to travel and I don't know I'm uh, I, I just I just always felt that uh, this is my uh, this is my way to 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 be somewhere else. But in the end, I was coming back to Warsaw, and I love being here. But it's a little bit it's cool to start something that you know that no one knows clown. So I can introduce people to clown. I can I can teach a bit. I can do some shows, and more and more people are starting to be attracted to clown. So I'm happy about it. But uh, I'm a little bit missing the. The fact that you know in London there are plenty of clowns, plenty of shows. It's more like established, and it's more difficult to do it for sure. But same time, uh, you can learn a lot from other performers. And uh, yeah, I believe there is more opportunities to to do clown work in London than in Warsaw. So I want to give it a try, and I don't know if, if it will work. Will work. If not, 
I, 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 I still can return to Warsaw whenever I want. <laughs> you're, you're, you're seeing what happens. You're going for a, for a ride. Yeah, yeah, but I'm. I know that it will be a great experience. Whatever will happen, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit afraid, but I know that when you're afraid, is a. That's what I learned in improv. That's always, it's always uh, to to follow the fear. You know, it's always the, the good uh, way to to grow. And yeah, I feel like whatever will happen, it will make me a better human and performer. What? So I mean, the clowning that we do in Golier. I mean, that's, I feel that's slightly different to what you'd see in the circus. I feel that yeah. some of the stuff is, and that's something that I'm interested in finding out about, because I feel that what we do is more theatre stuff rather than actual, like, circus stuff. Yes, I agree with you. Do you, I mean, what, what's, what's your thoughts in terms of, like, comparing of clown theatre, clown, sorry, what we do and, like, what you see in the circus? I never had to struggle because, you know, for me, it was like just a pure accident that I started to do clown work. It was, I wanted to be improviser. And then by accident, I went to, to a workshop where my, my, uh, yeah, later my, my teacher, uh, she was, she was doing something for improvisers and for clowns. And, you know, it was called the Red Nose uh, Workshop. So I didn't know what the Red Nose is. And, and you know, and then I, I tried a little bit of it. And I just like, my 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 mind was bl blown up. Because like, what is this? I felt so much uh, pleasure at this moment. And I didn't know what is this. So I, I never wanted to be clown because of, you know, what to be clown. It was just like I discovered some something... Uh, incredible during the workshop and I was following the energy and uh, so and, and my teacher she's from more from the cog background so that was the first part I was researching the Lecoq universe <clears throat> and later then I met uh, performers from Goliath and I was just very curious about this style as well so I started to started to follow them and then in the end I wanted to to see what are the roots of, of Goliath style so I went to school Oh yeah, I never, I never, I never wanted to be, you know, like clown. Um, it was, it just happened. <laughs> it was not, a, it was not like, oh, I want to work in IT, so I go for studies to, to work in IT. I just, it was just accident. You're not someone that goes in like, right, I'm gonna go into Golier and I'm gonna be like um, a clown and I'm gonna go to Edinburgh and I'm gonna get an award. You're like someone that goes and you try different things. You're someone that is, so if you're, you're like someone that goes on a motorway, uh, you're driving a car, but you like to, you, if you see something new, like, oh, there's a fancy restaurant, I'll go there. Let's try something different. <laughs> oh, let's try that. That's why I'm grateful to my improv background. I feel like this, I, I always had this part of me and improv really re reinforced this part just to follow this, what you don't know and. Yeah, I think, you know, right now I, I'm not researching improv so much as an art form, but I feel like it's a it's a great tool and training for for everyone. And this, this spirit helps me to to stay in this mode of, of research, of discovery. Yeah, that's that's basically how how I, w I was when you look back, your path is clear. But uh, when I'm in the moment, I just follow my instinct and 
and I trust that some one day it will uh, bring me to to the place the, the all answers will be clear and but right now I I still have more answers than answers There's still more questions than answers uh so you like to go the flow and and you got through life but like is there any um, fictional character? Is there any movie that sort of shaped into you into having that mindset? Or is there any person that's really made you have that approach? Fictional character. Uh, I I think when when the, like the first thing that comes to you is the best. So I feel like uh, yeah, the, the the way Roberto Benigni is working. I, it's most you know all his characters in his movies. They have so much so much humanity so much uh, naivety and they're very inspiring for me to to see that something can be so pure and so funny at the same time there's a lot of poetry and this is another thing of clown that i like the the poetry of clown to find the not only funny things but you know so the dream and i feel like roberto benigni is carrying a huge dream so yeah i think i think i don't know i i yeah, this is the first thing that's that's coming to my mind when you ask me this question. And what is for someone that doesn't know what Roberto Domini is, t- tell us like who he is and like what 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 kind of director he is and what kind of what what kind of director he is. Yeah, what 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 sort of programs has he made? And what sort of well, I know him from his movies mostly. You know, like uh, Vita e Bella, which was the first one I saw. Then I really loved the uh, what's the English title. Uh, by the run by the law, it's a Jim Jarmusch movie. Uh, I we have a different translations in Poland, so I'm always something with law, uh, down by the law, or something like this. I, I, I'm sorry for not, yeah, the, the Jarmusch movie when there's like a free, free, uh, free characters in the whole movie. One of them is Roberto Benigni, and he's pure clown. Uh, and it's very, yeah, it's very poetic and very funny movie. Mm, okay. Yeah, two, 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 those two movies are my favorite for sure. And oh. but I, I think he's an actor in those movies. I don't, I don't know, maybe I don't know if he's director. But yeah. Okay. And what? So, if there is one so you you like a lot of movies you like a lot of characters but if there's one thing that you would what is the one thing that you would take from doing performing arts in poland that separates it from perhaps other countries that you you feel that you're going to take into the uk it's a difficult question like i to be honest before i started training i had more answers to this that I felt like the Polish sense of humor is different, but the more I, I'm studying clown and research this universe, I feel like, uh, and this is what I love about clown, that clown is very universal. It's what it is, who you are. It's uh, deeper than your culture. And I really love this part about clown because everyone has this part of, of being a clown. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a cultural thing, so so it's very hard for me to tell you exactly what. Like, in, in if I would say intellectually, yeah, 
uh, there is some kind of some kind of Polish. I don't. I to be honest, because I studied in US and then I I came to UK, and for me, Polish sense of humor is way more closer to UK uh, things. That is, it's more abstract. We, we like abstract things. We like uh, dark humor. Uh, and and yeah, intuitionally, I I I love I love. Uh, I love the time when I was in the US to learn from from people over there and from comedians because I feel like they're especially improv in the US is in a very high level. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like Poland Polish humor is more ab abstract and we, we 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 like abstract things more. Same like I feel like in UK, it's, it's, UK comedians are super abstract and quirky. Yeah, that's uh, I I feel there's some link. Okay. Tough question, Marvin. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm not. Also, I think I'm not the best person to. <laughs> if I would do stand-up comedy, I could tell you more because uh, you know, in clown, clown is anti-anti-intellectual, and in stand-up, stand-up is more written and it's more like you know, you you need to construct the joke. So there is more field that you can. And also, you can see, you know, like for example, like Poland is far more conservative country than UK or or US. And you can also feel it in the sense of humor. With this part, I don't connect so much. Hmm. The conservativeness of our humor, and yeah, yeah, it's 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 two different two different art forms in a way. I mean, I know that a lot of clowns do comedy, and a lot of clowns go to stand up, and there's a lot of crossing. But in some ways, they you're probably right in saying they are two different art forms in that clown is probably more dangerous like stand-ups is probably safer because you've got the script and you've got that behind you whilst with clown you are sometimes you're, you're playing a lot more there's so much more variables that can go wrong yeah. however it's more fun because yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... a roller coaster yeah clown is a little bit wild in terms of you know like uh that's what i love about clown even when i see a bad clown show it's always like some some is moving me inside, you know, and it's it's giving me a laugh from my belly. I love it in in clown shows. It's um, you need to risk a lot in clown, even in scripted things. And I I yeah, I just connect with it. Those uh, are more innocent clowns. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's hard. To, I feel like it's very hard to you know. It's like different two different art forms. So I feel like the there's no need to compare them. It's just just a different thing. There's some crossovers because I have a lot of stand-up comedians. So for sure, the the way you because you're also a stand-up comedian, the way you create material is also a little bit like clown because you know like you need to listen to the audience a lot if they like this what you say or not. Same like in clown, just uh, just the tools are different. You know, clown is more physical, more more uh, bypassing the mind. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a lot more yeah. It it's it's lighter. I mean, com comedy sometimes people are trying to talk, tell a story or a message. Whereas clown, a lot of the times, is just you're finding ways to play with the audience to have fun. It's like you're playing a game. This, this depends. In in a common, uh, mostly yes, but I feel like this is the this is the thing about clown that I feel like. Uh, it could touch 
deeper things. Very often it doesn't, but I feel like it's it's not because of the art form, it's because people uh, don't want to say more in clown. And I like those, especially those clown shows where where you can uh, see more things than just funny. Hmm. Which ones? Ha, 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 tell me. Oh. <laughs> so I have, you know, like now I'm saturated with Edinburgh, so yeah, for sure. I, I love Dr. Brown, uh, his show. I feel like it was very funny, but also um, there was something very moving inside of this. He created this, this story about old men and even though he's doing a lot of funny gags and bits, like you can see that there's a bigger dream behind it. So I really loved it. I love Julia Masti with her show, uh, Chush, that she she's bringing a, a big dream that you can dream with the audience. It's funny, but also there's very like uh, heart heartwarming moments and it's a beautiful story. Mm. Yeah, these two two are coming to my mind right now. There are for sure many more, but these two I answering your question for sure. And for anyone that's listening on the podcast now and they said like, right, Piotti, Piotr, Pia, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what did you do with my name? <laughs> Piotr. Love it. Piotr. I'm just gonna say Piotr, just to be safe. <laughs> for anyone that wants to know about Piotr. Um, how do they find out about you? Like, what? Where do they oh, go? They can check me out on my Instagram, where, where I am in the totally impossible to find me. It's Piotr dot dot Shikora, so it's like no way that anyone will find it. Uh, but maybe I can spell it. And on my Facebook, also the same Piotr, because my full name is Piotr Strausne Shikora, but. Uh, I don't know. I need to think about it because I feel like if I'm going to London, like no one ever will come to my show if they will look for me under my second name. Uh, yeah, but the, yeah, <laughs> these are two main channels I communicate. Um, hmm. Can I send you the name of the <laughs> of my Instagram? So yes, yeah, I'll, I'll put maybe, the link. I'll put the link in the link in clip. I'm, 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 I never thought about it that I will have to uh, introduce my my Instagram channel to <laughs> in English, and now I realize that it's like. It just <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, don't worry. I'll shorten it. I'll I'll use a Bitline link so you can click on it and you can find his stuff. Okay, uh, you go on. Um, <laughs> you can subscribe on. Apple, iTunes, Amazon. It was a five-star review. And I hope to see you all at the next episode.